Top of the morning to you, everybody. This is Coffee Conversations, and I'm Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Hope you're doing well today. It's uh, Friday morning we're recording today. Uh, so our, our week got jumbled around uh, a little bit. And, you know, the parish life is you never know what to expect. Uh, on Wednesday, I ended up going to uh, the seminary, actually, uh, for, for Mass. They uh, have, We have a tradition of inviting back the first-year guys uh, to kind of celebrate Mass with the community and preach and tell uh, glory stories and war stories and <laughs> all those things. So we weren't able to record on Wednesday, uh, but uh, here we are. Here we are Friday morning. Mm-hmm. So good week. Good week for you. It's Nikki. been a good week. Um, we had uh, Father Birchall's funeral yesterday. So oh, yeah. So he's the pastor of St. Rita, and um, he retired back in June and yeah. then died yeah. not too long ago. So because of social distancing and everything else, they had like four memorial masses for him. Sure, so sure. Yeah, you, really were, good. you were at uh, St. Rita's with them for about six years? Six years, yeah. yeah. It was a good place. A lot like St. Gabriel's. It's a great place. Yeah, nice. So. Well, I'm glad you were able to, to go. Certainly, I was praying for him. Uh, from uh, from mass here, mm-hmm. but uh, that's good. But yeah, kind of along the lines of um, you know recording on Fridays. You know, we had a kind of plan of getting this podcast out on Thursdays because um, you know just be a good day. But mm-hmm. we're kind of realizing with the flow of the week and everything, um, and kind of things come up that uh, Saturdays, Saturday mornings, uh, is going to be the new uh, official time uh, for the coming out of the podcast. So and that'd be a, not not be a bad time. The kids are watching, uh, you know, Sunday, Saturday morning cartoons, and and you can tune into the podcast uh, for a couple minutes. So, just a little update um, mm-hmm. on that. I got um, I got a, a new mug this morning. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's a Saint Michael mug. It's, it's the first the first gifted mug wow. uh, from a, from a listener. Um, so it's pretty cool. I my my confirmation name is um, my confirmation patron is, is saint michael so uh this person learned that and then uh said along things so i got the prayer on one side and saint michael's doing his his beastly war action <laughs> against demons on the other side so oh very good yeah, you know still rocking the still rocking the granite i'm still rocking the granite mug so uh, <laughs> hey you know but it keeps things hot so true, true and faithful you know yep. I yeah you 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 you're a slow drinker over the day. Yes, <laughs> I I'm a just get it done. One and done. <laughs> one one and done. But hey, it's uh it's all good. So today we want to talk a little bit about Lent, right? Can't believe it. Yeah, it's coming up quickly. Lent's coming up uh, next Wednesday. It's going to mm-hmm. be Ash Ash Wednesday already. Um, I know at the parish we're getting ready and got the schedule together and. Um, talking about all kinds of stuff, and uh, we're gonna have different things. It's gonna be fun. We have ador- adoration and night prayer. I'm gonna I'm gonna be starting up with um, Aaron Burke. Uh, he's gonna be playing some music during adoration time. And, oh, that's good. Uh, and who knows? Maybe yours truly. Uh, we'll kind of get the guitar out and and do some do some praise and worship uh, on Sunday nights. So that'll be a great opportunity. Um, Is Aaron yeah. gonna be there every Sunday or? Yeah, yeah. So oh, every every Sunday of every Sunday of um, Lent. Uh, we'll have adoration and night prayer from seven uh, to eight fifteen uh, here in the church. All right. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, we got uh, Ash Wednesday. You know, we've been talking about um, how do we do the ashes this year. That's been it's been a fun conversation, and obviously we can't get close to people and touch their mm-hmm. touch their foreheads. So, uh, it'll be an interesting reality of of sprinkling ashes on on people's heads. So, I thought it was a really good. I mean. Everybody's used to the crosses on their forehead. My sure. dad said he was kind of disappointed 
because he liked going to the restaurant, you mm-hmm. know, where people could see the cross on his forehead. Right. But I think it it brings us back to that original people sitting in ashes and sackcloth, that right. whole penitential feel. Um, it's a pretty feel. potent image, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it should be interesting to hear people's reflections. Yeah. How do so. you feel having uh, having uh, ash thrown on your face? <laughs> well, at least the top of your face. Yeah, well, you know what, though? I think it's going to be, it'll be less in your eyes, mm-hmm. which there's a whole, we could do a whole reflection on ashes in your eyes. You know, like what? <laughs> What, what are the things that kind of like get in our eyes um, or what God's bringing to our eyes? But yeah. I think they'll be less in our eyes if they're in our hair, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure how people with less hair is going to work, but that'll be, be that'll be the fun. <laughs> that'll be the fun reality. Um, yeah. If I get someone super tall, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, like Eric. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And one of our maintenance guys, uh, he's, uh, he's not exactly short. No. And it'll be, it'll be interesting. But hey, you know it's all a fun experience, and this mm-hmm. year has been um, reason for a lot of new, a lot of new fun things. So I know this is the way they do ashes in Europe, uh, and they've uh, so in uh, in Italy and Rome. They've I guess they've I don't know always done it this way or uh, or what. But yeah, I don't know. So we'll have a little European flavor to our uh, our ashes this year. So well, mm-hmm. hey, we'll we'll see how it goes. Yep. But yeah, so Lent, we've been, you know, Deacon Bob and I have been thinking and praying a little bit about uh, Lent. Like, so we're approaching the season uh, in the church's year, and I think seasons are really uh, a gift for us to be able to enter a new time, you know, and kind of renew our, our lives and our hearts and our minds, just as like, you know, entering any other season, you know, when it turns, it's the first day of fall, you know, just mm-hmm. like kind of something changes within you, you know, when you're kind of smelling the, the new smells and feeling the sun and so these seasons are, are great for us. And I came across a Facebook post uh, the other day by, from a friend, um, uh, Seth Schluter, shout out. He's, uh, I met him down at uh, uh, this place called Damascus, uh, Catholic Mission Campus down in uh, Columbus. And he's an, he's, he's an artist, a really good Christian uh, worship artist. And he uh, posted this uh, the other day. I just wanted to use it to kind of start our, our reflection, our how, do we, how are we really thinking about Lent this year. And he posted uh, this. What if we centered our lives, our decisions, our dreams, our lifestyles around a simple thought? Does this bring glory to God? If it does, run after it. If it doesn't, then maybe you should reconsider if it's worth your time at all. He's quoting St. Paul. We exist for the praise of his glory. And so our lives should be centered around that. Our conversations for his glory. Our work for his glory, our friendships for his glory, our passions for his glory, our social media for his glory, everything for his glory. Look throughout your life. The things that bring him glory, do more of. The things that don't, cut them out. If you, It might hurt at first, but they are keeping you from the point of your existence and therefore from the fullness of life that you were made for. Jesus is worth everything you're afraid of losing. Let his life, let your life be about his glory, and he'll let his glory rest on your life. So pretty, um, pretty beautiful quote. So shout out to him, and certainly shout out to the Holy Spirit, uh, who uh, inspired him to, I think, to write to write this to write this post. Um, how does how's that how's that how's that post sit with you, Deacon Bob? I like it. Um... I like his line that says, does this or anything. 
that we do bring glory to God. And I think kind of Lent helps us to refocus. What are those things that bring us closer to God or what are those things that lead us farther from God? Yeah. And I think the ashes is a really good start to that discussion. Mm-hmm. You know, we're used to it one way, but now we have to have ashes another way. Sure. So we can either whine about it or we can try to find deeper meaning in it. Yeah, yeah. Where is God present in this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really well written. Yeah. I think... Um, so certainly, uh, Lent is a is maybe kind of commonly understood as kind of a, a penitential time, right? So we do we do penance, and maybe this uh, the entirety of this whole year has has seemed like uh, penance for us in, in different ways. Just in the sense of it's been it's been kind of difficult for a lot of people, you know, just with the with the, with the pandemic and with you know politics and the world and the news and, and just uh, family life and and everything. And maybe we're just maybe we're just tired of, you know, suffering. Maybe we're tired of, mm-hmm. of uncomfortable things and, and penance. And that's real. And, and we should feel that, you know, and we shouldn't, shouldn't be afraid to, um, to, to tell God about that in our prayer. But I think this is, uh, you know, a, a reminder that Lent uh, isn't just a time for us to just feel bad, you know, <laughs> about our lives and, you know, um, and feel guilty about, you know, the, th- the things that we um, fall into at different times. But it really is an opportunity um, to enter into some of these, you know, some of these sufferings, some of these things, in an even deeper and better way, you know, with God in a, in a deeper way. So, so as we've probably heard, you know, Lent is kind of marked by um, three different things, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. So our relationship with God, you know, through prayer, um, fasting, our relationship with things in the world, um, whether we're attached to them or, or unattached to them. And then almsgiving, our relationship to others, you know, in a, a life of charity. So it's kind of like getting us to look and see, you know, how really am I, am I doing in these areas? You know, am I giving glory to God in these three areas? Or how much am I living for myself, you know, in these, in these three areas? Yeah, and I feel that we've lived a year of Lent. Because I think we started Lent last year. Right. Uh, with Ash Wednesday, but then there was the stay-at-home order or whatever that was called, the lockdown. Sure. Um, and there was a lot of times where you had a sacrifice, not having the groceries that you wanted um, or toilet paper that you thought was accessible or sure. Clorox wipes. Sure. Oh, yeah. The toilet, the toilet paper wars. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll never forget that. You know, so it's kind of like we've lived Lent for an entire year. So my hope is this Easter we can celebrate Christ's resurrection mm-hmm. as we've lived kind of almost through a year of Lent and penance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the word Lent means springtime. Yeah. So today there's what, maybe a couple inches of snow outside. Yeah. Um, what I think Lent has to do is the, the plants are sleeping. They're not dead, you know, but it's still kind of barren and frozen mm-hmm. That, that Lent is that time of there's growth happening, but we really can't see it. Yeah. And at Easter, when everything comes into bloom again, we can see that growth that's happened mm. that we couldn't see. It was almost like an invisible kind of thing that God was doing in our lives. Right. Yeah. And, and in that, though, there's the trust that there is something happening. Mm-hmm. Right. Even though we can't see it, um, that there that there is something. You know, God is moving uh, in our lives in different ways to move us closer to uh, him and, and to others. So yeah, it's like having trust that it's there and, and, and 
being open to um, seeing where in our lives, you know, that is that is possible. So, so in regards to my 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 um, my my fasting, I think this year. So we hear about you know fasting. You know, it's it's a matter of giving up something, and I think it's important uh, to 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 realize that it's not just we don't fast as Catholics just to feel guilty, mm-hmm. you know, about good things, you know, um, and, and kind of just deprive ourselves of things like you know we hear this you know Catholic guilt mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, we we don't do fasting for that reason. You know, we we fast from things that are good because they are good, and because God you know has has given to us many things. But at times, you know, our hearts get too attached two good things, mm-hmm. you know, over and above, uh, over and above God. So this year I, um, I'm going to give up social media like I have done in the past, you know, limiting myself, not, not completely, but, you know, limiting myself to maybe five or 10 minutes a day, you know, because it's a, something I can, it's good, you know, um, even though, even though there's a lot of frustration, you know, and, and craziness and, and stupidity, you know, that come along with social media at different times, but but it's something I enjoy, but I get sucked into it and it consumes, it doesn't, you know, recreate me. It consumes me, you know, um, it's not something that's really restful. So I'm going to give that up. And, and so the question is, okay, we're giving something up, but then it's also the question of, you know, okay, what's replacing that thing? Like what, what are we filling the gap with? You know, mm-hmm. what are we, so if I'm, if I've been living for my glory in this area, how am I letting God's glory kind of fill this space too? So one of the things on uh, kind of on my heart and in my prayer is getting to you know know the saints more, uh, getting to know their lives and, and not just their biographies but you know their prayer lives. You know the saints have written um, tons of things on on their prayer life and the spiritual life, and and there's great fruit there, which makes sense that as Christians you know we could listen to those who come before us. Mm-hmm. So I really want to use the time that I'm not on Facebook to you know spend you know 15 20 minutes a day you know reading the actual writings of you know some of the saints. Uh, so that I can uh, really gain fruit from that. And, you know, you're replacing something uh, good even with something better. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, um, I think it's one of the things I really want to, I think the Lord's inviting me to this Lent. Well, I think some people, it seems like giving up chocolate and pizza is kind of like the Catholic thing to do. Right. You know, it's like, what'd you give up Default. for Lent? Uh, pop, which may not be a bad thing. Sure. You know, because... Some things we really need to kind of root out of our lives because they're not healthy. So some of my friends have stopped smoking for Lent, which mm-hmm. carried through. Yeah. But I definitely think there's a chance that when we ask God, what do I need to give up? God will help us to see that. Mm-hmm. And then what do we do? Like if I stopped eating pizza this Lent, do I give the money to the food pantry? Yeah. You know, so that there's some benefit of... Um, it's almost like there's a an action and then it carries through to benefit somebody else, mm-hmm. not just me giving something up. Sure, sure. And that could also be an opportunity, you know, for prayer too. Because um, certainly it's good to, to donate money and things. Um, it's good to donate money and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and stuff to two good things. But as Christians, you know, too, we have a spiritual mission, uh, not just a... You know, just a not just a, a monetary mission. Mm-hmm. So it could be, yeah. So both and it could be an opportunity to really um, to pray and to uh, to bring the spiritual kind of you know to bring grace and to bring spiritual dimension to that uh, to that too. Yeah, or even volunteer. Now, I know right now with social distancing and all the other things that are going on, it's hard to do direct service to people. Sure. Um, but our food pantry is one place that there's always a need for help. 
so trying to find some kind of way to like if you give up facebook how can you replace that with i don't know how to put this a, in person whether it's on the phone or visiting somebody so facebook i think can be kind of one way you're like you're receiving information right, right. where calling somebody or spending time with somebody is a two-way communication yeah yeah the chance to enter into kind of real things you know in in our in our lives you know um you know i've given up uh i've given up alcohol you know in the past uh for for lent uh, and i've done that for advent as well um certainly i, I mean i love i love beer and bourbon it's their great <laughs> gifts you know the lord is uh given to humanity uh tasty and all these things but you know i mean at different times, I know my heart can be uh, attached. You know, as as we can be attached to anything. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, you know, uh, if anyone wanted to give up something like that, like, you know, to give that time, you know, because what 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 do you want when you when you have when you sit down and have a beer? Um, certainly, you might be friends. You might be with friends. You might you might not. But you're searching for your heart is searching for something good. Your your heart is searching for closeness and intimacy in some way. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe, you know, using that time to, you know, just call a friend, you know, uh, you don't need to have a beer uh, in front of you, but just, you know, call a friend and talk with them, share your, share your day or, you know, um, read something for a few minutes or, um, you know, look at some beautiful art or, you know, something, something that's really, that's really good. Again, not that you're shoving alcohol away cause it's bad and, or, yeah. you know, and, you know, and, and all these things, but, you know, to really have the opportunity to enter into something even better, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, if you Google Catholic Saint of the Day, yeah, um, that might be one way if people are looking how to connect with the saints. Yeah, um, I know there's one, and I can't remember what it is right now, but if you Google Catholic Saints of the Day, you should be able to get like a daily email from them yeah. on who the saint is. So that yeah. might be one way that if they w- folks want to connect with the saint, that it can come that way, like sure. daily through your email. But I, I do think Lent gives us that chance to to look deeper in right, ourselves. Right. And um, then to your point, you know, why do we do Lent? Um, because we're anticipating the resurrection. It's a so in in Catholicism we talk about both and a lot. Mm-hmm. It's not either or. Right. So it's both and. Like it's we need both Lent uh, and we need Easter too. Like they can't they can't one can't do without the other. So, but. Uh, so we need a if we have a really good Lent, we can enter into an even more uh, celebratory and joyful Easter. So I think that's uh, I think that's our prayer for for all of us as we kind of move forward. Mm-hmm. And I think that whole idea of Lent and springtime, no matter how bad the winter is, springtime always comes. Right. You know, and summer always comes. And um, if folks are feeling they're stuck in winter right now. Or in pain or suffering, that that resurrection will come, and hopefully this Easter we can celebrate Christ's resurrection not only as a feast day but also spiritually. Yeah, yeah, that's great. All right, well, um, there are some random thoughts on uh, on on Lent coming up here soon. Hopefully we can see you around the parish uh, for for ashes. But if not, certainly you know uh, of our prayers for you and your and your family as we journey into this new time and. Um, and just having the the faith that, that Christ is present with us no matter where we are. Mm-hmm. That ideally, yes, we want to be together as a church community, and the Eucharist is the source and summit of our life as Christians. But God is with us, you know, no matter where we are. So, uh, and hopefully, uh, this podcast can uh, can bring us some some grace and some truth. 
uh, no matter where you are. So, so we give thanks to God, and let's let's uh, end our time with a prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day. Thanks and praise for the gift of this opportunity uh, to be with each other, to uh, to share about our spiritual lives, about our Lenten journey that we're soon approaching. We ask you to be with us, open our minds and our hearts to see where you are and see where we, we're living for you and our lives, uh, and maybe where we're living for ourselves. And may you give us the uh, the courage and the grace and the and the peace of mind to acknowledge those places uh, and bring them over to you. And we give you thanks, and we ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, everybody, have a, have a blessed and good day. Know of our prayers, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, everybody. God bless.